Vikings versus Texans. GMG in the Raw. Vikings win! The Vikings win! How about that? Welcome to Good Morning Gallahorn in the Raw! And we're glad you're with us. And with us, speaking of which, I want to bring in my compadres in crime. We have first Mr. Drewster, the Bass Ripper. And we have... Also, the one, the only, the Flip, Mozzie. How you doing, Flip? I'm doing great. It's a W, boys. We only we only get one of these a month at these this pace, so <laughs> gotta celebrate it. I see. I see. David's got his beer. He's sipping on it. Oh yeah. I need to pour myself yes. a drink too. Drinks all around, huh? Drinks all around. Now, they tried to make it hard on this old man's heart there at the end. And why we went into the prevent the win defense at the end blows my mind. But we did come out with the victory. And thanks to, you know, an incomplete pass in the touchdown, you know, in the end zone, it stayed that way. Was that, in your opinion, an incomplete pass? In in my opinion, yeah, there at the end. Oh, it was obviously an incomplete pass. I mean, the ball hit. He didn't. He didn't maintain control. That's the second I saw it. First look, you knew it was incomplete. Uh, it was an amazing effort by Will Fuller on that oh, play. The, the stretch but, out. You know, too little, too late for the Houston Texans. The Vikings did a great job. I thought the defensive effort was stronger. We can break down what led to that prevent Okay. And we just lost Flip. Drew, what did you think? It was incomplete at first. First time I saw it, the same as Flip. There wasn't. There's not even a question of whether that's because he didn't control it when it hit the ground. 100 percent incomplete. Not even a question. And I'm not being a homer. I, I call I call penalties how they are. I'm not a homer with penalties, but that was incomplete. Um, uh, that stand at the end. Mm-hmm. Really happy with the Vikings because none of us expected them to keep it out of the ends. I mean, you know, <laughs> who who expected that? No, I expected a tie game. But... I expected a tie game on the uh, on the two. Two point, yeah, that they'd score point. and then do a two point conversion for to tie it. But that's what I'm saying. It. It's yeah. hard on this old man's heart to see stuff like that. I was screaming in the middle of the third quarter. We needed to get to 35 points. We made it to 31. Hey, I called 30 to 24 Vikings. That was my pregame prediction. That's not too bad. And I also predicted a month ago this would be our first win. So I'm two for two in terms of. You know, I'll pat myself a little bit on the back. And I appreciate Bass Ripper over Mr. Pessimistic. <laughs> well, uh, No, I take, you always take a win however you can get him. Winning is always better than losing. It wasn't perfect, but I think the defense has inched a little bit forward 
even more against the, they did the Titans. I think they're getting a little bit better. Uh, secondary still has problems. Probably didn't help that Harrison Smith got ejected from the game. But the defensive line, that was probably their best performance of the year. I thought the D-line played really so well So far, today. yes. There was points You're of actually it. getting pressure back there. Yeah, I think they got quite a few sacks. Um, I haven't the looked at the line. numbers. I needed to bring up the numbers. But For me, that's that's the best the defensive line. I've got the line. numbers. That's the best the defensive line has looked all season so far for me. Uh, great, great job with the defensive line. Great job. Okay. Mike Zimmer really helped him out too, which we hadn't seen before. And everything fell apart when Harrison Smith went down or got, got ejected. ejected. Yeah. So, um, and what do you think of that? Turned- what do you think of Harrison Smith's ejection? But that's why we lost. The Vikings found a way to at least win the game. And they don't have to revert back to would have been different if Harrison Smith's in there. And they still found a way to win it. So, I mean, probably not the guy in your defense you want to lose. But they still figured out. And part of it was because Houston is just garbage. They're a terrible football team. So mm-hmm. that always helps. <laughs> they are. What did you think of Harrison Smith's ejection? Uh, I thought Mike Zimmer did a great job against Deshaun Watson. You know, that's the first time Watson. That's the first time Watson has faced a Mike Zimmer defense. If you look at Zimmer against quarterbacks who are facing him for the first time, he does really well against those guys. And Watson was confused by a lot of things Mike Zimmer was doing. He was confused by the double A gap look. Zimmer showed him that resulted in a free sack for DJ Wanham. He was confused by some of the zone blitzes, only rushing three, but Watson had nobody to throw to. Right. And it was an amazing game plan by Mike Zimmer. It was the type of defensive strategy that we're used to seeing from Mike Zimmer that we just didn't see over the first three weeks. Uh, it fell apart because, you know, Harrison Smith gets kicked out of this game. We bring out Georgia Loca. The guy is just like, oh. I mean, it's we're we're playing with ten men at that point because jo- Georgia Loca is <laughs> just a waste of space back there. Well, he did and, get that one stop uh, towards the. It was the what was a bad pitch. Yeah, he he tackled a guy who fumbled the ball. <laughs> All right, good yeah. job. George. So he got that. Good at least job. that. Good job. <laughs> But I, I think the Aloka struggles really spoke to why we had to go to prevent defense uh-huh. in the fourth quarter because the second that guy gets burned two times, three times, you can't be aggressive on defense anymore. You've got to sit back and try to cover and, and hope your front four gets there. They didn't get there on the last two drives, but you, ha- you have to use that strategy because you've just got a bum in your, back, in your defensive backfield. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, but it's it's all we had. Smith was ejected, and we didn't have anybody else to put back there. Yeah, so that's why you have to go prevent. It was yeah. the only way. Yeah, but he, he, Smith only- was ejected early in the game, relatively. Bum, early. bum. He's a. I'll, I'll go. I'll I'll go the great Polly Shore. Smith was he, ejected. I'll go Polly Shore. He may be a <laughs> bum, but he's our bum. <laughs> Smith was ejected at halftime, I think, right? Well, it was in the second quarter. Shocked we held on. Yeah. And and the Texans, after after Smith got ejected, they went touchdown, 
field goal, punt, touchdown. Damn. Yeah, we miss him. We miss the quality (laughs) starters when they're out, without a doubt. And that goes across the board. Um, What did you think of the corner trio for the most part, except for that brief point when Dantzler was out? Uh, Drew, why don't you take this one? I got some. I got. Some I thought Hill played. Hill played really it? well today. I thought Hill played, and we didn't. I don't think we had one penalty on the DBs, did we? I think we had one that, on Hill. Only one, though. Yeah, it was I mean, a that's kind of shocking for a Viking secondary not to get flagged for you know. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I was expecting. Uh, I think. I think the DBs played well. I think they're falling into a little bit more. They're, be, they're a little bit more comfortable at what's going on. Um, I think there's still a long way to go. I think the fact that Houston, I'm not, I wasn't that impressed with Deshaun Watson. I know he's a good quarterback, but he either had a really bad, he can't see things properly today or something, but he wasn't really making any of the big plays that you need your quarterback to make to win. It seemed the Vikings, the Vikings played overall, I think defensively, they played with a little bit of jump in their step. Um, especially with the front seven. And that's what I wanted to see. That's what I'm waiting to see all year. Instead of standing around, they seem to be swarming to the football a little more. Uh, a couple things that, that stand out to me was, I think, offensively, um, sorry, there wasn't much information on the DBs, but offensively, I wanted to say <laughs> I enjoyed I enjoyed the play calling much better today, offensively. I, I, uh, I was watching was it. Great. seemed like the game flowed a lot better. They had a lot of play action, you know, Thielen, I have no idea how the Houston Texans were third in the NFL in pass defense. Because at one point, we were carving. What about that pass Thielen caught? There wasn't anybody within 50 yards of him. And he starts running, like, diagonally across the field. And I'm laughing, going, they were confused back there. They had injuries or something. But it was a play-action pass. That's That's what it comes down to. And, you know, you talk about. The defense, the corners, they they had a solid game. It wasn't anything special. But this is an offensive football team. This is the first time in the Mike Zimmer era where we're we're leaning on our offense to generate uh, wins here rather than the defense. This is not sit back and let the defense shut them down after scoring 20 points. We've got to put up numbers. So it's really encouraging to see the Vikings offense do it. It's Dalvin Cook. He's the centerpiece. Unbelievable Everything game. the Vikings do is based <clears throat> off of the Dalvin Cook run game. All the all the passing success that that play where Adam Thielen's wide open. That's a play action pass that's opening him up. And so, so the run game does open up the play action a little more. Well, it it does here in Minnesota. I'm not going to oh, say, say it's true anywhere Dave, else. go ahead and call Jason and let him know that information. Yeah, I'll call, I'll I'll call Jason right now. I mean, you kidding me? You want to you wanna trot out this offense without Dalvin Cook and see what it does? You want to argue that we shouldn't have paid Dalvin Cook? No, that guy deserves every penny he got. He's the center of this offense, oh, yeah. he, and nothing a, works without him. We had a disagreement a couple years ago. I said when your running game is being effective, your play action is better. And Jason said the two aren't correlated. And I said, oh, yes. Because he was looking at some some NFL scrapper or some weird-ass equation. No, the game's one on the football field. Dalvin Cook was amazing today. The offensive line wasn't great for Dalvin. He was 
breaking tackles in his own mm-hmm. backfield every other play, just fighting through. He He's wanted amazing. it more than anybody else on the field. And when you got a guy like that with the captain's badge on his chest, leading the team both emotionally and physically, that's what you get. You get a much better result from the Vikings. You get a much better effort. You get a much better attitude. It's exactly what we need. I love so, Dalvin Cook. <laughs> so do I. He is a quality that was a Florida State type Dalvin Cook game for me because I watched him a yeah. lot in college. He, he turns the two yard run into a nine yard run. So yeah. instead of second and eight, you're in second and one. Yeah, and he gets he gets tackled on a four yard run and he's pissed about it. What he about stiff arming that guy? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Stiff arming, stiff arming that guy going into the end zone. That was beautiful. But his production went down. He only had 130 yards on the ground for 27 carries, a 4.8 hey. yard. Uh, Average per rush, and he had two receptions for 16 yards. Hey, Flip, the play I would pull (laughs) out of the playbook and not use anymore is fourth and one with Cousins on the bootleg. I was fucking shocked when they ran that. (laughs) That was the quarterback screen. (laughs) It was great. Do you know what that does to a defense when it's fourth and one? They're like, we need a stop. We need a stop. And then you just have Kurt Cousins just bootleg up around him. Yeah, he doesn't make that world going. Once, what once the he hell? does that, I'm like, we're going down. This is a touchdown, man. Zach Cunningham, J.J. Water just crying. They're going to go to bed. They're going to have nightmares about Kurt Cousins scrambling on fourth and one tonight. Yeah. Cook just keeps amazing. He's, he's amazing running back. He's fun to watch. He just doesn't give up on any play. I think he should get actually get more receptions. Turn him loose in the pass game a little more. I mean, the guy's so good in the open field. It's yeah, just... it's tough. You know, we just don't pass that much. And going into this game, there was a a lot of talk with, oh, we got Jefferson going, but we got we didn't get Thielen going. And then you know, the week before against the Colts, we got Thielen going, but we didn't get Jefferson going. We just need to realize when this offense is leaning on Dalvin Cook, and there's working? not going to be enough balls to go around. No, you Dude, know? Justin, and Justin if it's working, write it. It's Justin working. Jefferson looks so comfortable out there, doesn't he? Oh, he's just fine, buddy. He's and there was one, star. and there was yeah. one catch where he was heading towards the flag, and it was double coverage, and Kirk yeah. put it just perfect, and you, yeah. and the camera angle, you saw it from the back of his hands how he caught that football, you cannot teach that better no. to young receivers. That was perfection. Yeah. Absolutely that, a thing of beauty. His fourth catch, that back shoulder throw, Kirk, great throw by Kirk, but you can just see in his route running, he's faking inside, he's dragging the right leg mm-hmm. as he cuts back to the perimeter, then twists to catch that on the back shoulder twist he'll, again to get up field and get a few more yards before he, he gets is, tackled. It is. He is so, watch. he's so natural because, you know, one of the things that stand out when you watch receivers come out of college is their confidence when they hit the pros. His confidence level is sky high. That guy has no fear. He knows where he's going on the field and he knows the defenders. He almost busted another crossing route out. If he could have yeah. got away from that guy, he'd have scored again. So that guy, that guy is I'm really happy the last two weeks to know that we have such a weapon. You know, the easing period, the developments, put him in there. He's ready now. Ready and smooth. And I I love how they waited. I think that was a great call by Gary Kubiak. You know, Kubiak had a very tough first two weeks here doing the play calling. But now you can see, okay, his plan's starting to take some form. 
we're starting to do some things on offense. It's Cook, it's Thielen, it's Jefferson, and that's really all they need when you have the play calling that Gary Kubiak gives us. Could use a little bit better effort from the offensive line, but that's not getting fixed in 2020, so we just <laughs> got to deal with what we got. Yeah, if the Vikings could have that defense back from a couple years ago with this offense, man, yeah. it would be, Only it'd be really tough to stop. I mean, we're probably going to have to score 35 every week, but who knows if the defense gets better and something turns around, maybe they make a little bit of a run here. I don't, I don't know. I mean, that's what you want as a fan. So did what you, I can't. Oh, go ahead, David. I was about to say, did you know we're sitting there talking about Justin Jefferson? He just had his second hundred yard game. He had four catches for 103. He probably broke Treadwell's catch, all his catching records. <laughs> <laughs> In two weeks. Oh, He's, At, probably, he's got about three more catches. I think Treadle had like 15. Adam, 15. <laughs> poor Treadwell. Adam Thielen also had eight catches for 114 in the touchdown, which was an what, awesome grab on that touchdown. What about that throwaway pass when Rudy caught it? I was cracking uh, up at that, too. I thought it was a throwaway, too, when he lo- lofted it, and I thought, oh, no, it's inbounds. Oh, no. And then Rudy snagged it. Sometimes you just get games where those things go your way. The Cousins run, the fumbled punt return by Houston, the okay. lobbed up pass that, that Rudy caught. And I'll tell you, when it got to be at the end, it was 150 left, and they handed off to David Johnson, and his knee went down at the one-yard line. I was screaming, why isn't Zimmer calling a timeout? He didn't call t- clocks ticking down. I mean, you need time to drive the field if they score and tie it, but then he did it the second after mm-hmm. the second down, but... I thought the goal line stand was a great way for this team to win and get some confidence. I mean, Definitely. the defense had the whole the defense been been skewered all season by the fan base and by the team and by the media. They're the ones that kind of I don't want to say they won the game, but they stood up at the end and they won the game for the for the offense. You know, it's it's one of those things where you know they're young, you know they've got injuries. I mean, no Daniel Hunter, no Harrison Smith, no Anthony Barr, and these guys are still making goal line stands. I think that's something that they can hang their hat on. It's not always going to be pretty with them, but really pleased with the effort today, really pleased with the play calling. And, uh, man, man, we just got to see a little bit more from them. The, the thing I can't tell about our defense is scoring is up across the National Football League. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cowboys' defense sucks. The Falcons' defense <laughs> sucks. The Packers' defense isn't that good. You know, the Saints are getting up a lot of points. Uh, so I can't tell if this is something that is just a part of this whole 2020, not a lot of practice time, defenses are behind. The rules also are against them. The rules are, you know, push more scoring. So I think we just need to start adjusting our, our opinions on the defense and say, the offense has to win it. The defense just has to figure out whatever they can because none of these teams, Nate, league-wide, are really putting up great defensive uh, efforts. You got you got the Broncos and Jets putting up 70, dude. Something's in the air. I mean, I come mean, on. Those are two I mean, of the worst saw, offenses. We saw the vaunted <laughs> Titans defense, and we put up 30 on them, too, and 486 yards. So it's, You're right. It's it, all it's over the tough league. being a defender in the NFL these days. You best have an offense. But Kirk Cousins, let me tell you something about Kirk. David, Let's hear it. Flip. Let's hear what you have to say about Kirk Cousins today. David, 
You got a stat line? You got yes, stat I, I'm line? looking at it. Read it to me. He's 16 for 22, 260 yards, average of 11.8 yards per catch, one touchdown. He was 3 for 12 on sacks and a 127.1 quarterback rating. I'll take a 127.1. You didn't you didn't read the most important stat. Zero interceptions. Zero interceptions. Let's go. Clean <laughs> football, no turnovers. I think we had three penalties all game. It's Mike Zimmer football. It's what we got to do. It's what we we got to get the fundamentals right. Well, my, we got to tackle my, can't uh, turn the ball over. Yeah, I don't like it that old, close, old, though. <laughs> my old man's opinion. My old man's opinion. Right up that three people read. Um, I had my two keys were beat them in the turnover battle and hold them to twenty eight minutes or less time of possession. I don't know what the time of possession. Oh was. no, I wanted to see that because I know we were leading way early in time of possession. I chose twenty eight minutes. I figured twenty eight oh. minutes is only fair if the defense because they've give you know they're up in the high thirties right now. I mean, yeah, Houston put up a lot of That's yards not, on us, especially totally. in the past game. Well, they had 10 minutes of possession time at halftime, or close to halftime. So we were right on cue with what I wanted to see. I just don't know what they finished with. They might have finished, you know, I'm still thinking they finished under 30. Um, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but. Uh, well, I'm looking at oh, the numbers, uh, but I don't see time of possession numbers. That would. That um, would the Texans had 23 minutes of possession. How okay. much? 23 minutes. That, that's five minutes more than I was asking for. So. Hell yeah, defense. Let's give the defense a little yeah. love today. Raking them over the coals the last three weeks. Yes, they did get off the field, which was... They started out with a three good. and out. I tripped over the coffee table and hit my fucking head. <laughs> I couldn't believe what I saw. Three and out on the first drive? What the hell is going on today? <laughs> what? What? I, I don't know what the... You, do we have YouTube questions? Or I don't know who's even watching this. Hopefully oh, we've got quite a few. Um, okay. Let's hear it. We have Nate Dunn, who's called in and said uh, they were he was at the game today and just fell in love Great. with Dalvin. Um, he said it was a worthy game for Houston in Houston, and he said, "Wow, how did Hitman get tossed?" And obviously, that was doing the leading with the head thing, which you know. Most people, nobody's been tossed this season so far. That was the first. Uh, he says they fully expected uh, Vikings meltdown on that final drive. But we all did. <laughs> hey. I'm say we all did. And if you say no, you're lying. Everybody expected this game to be 31 30, or at least kicking an onside kick or whatever they. Yeah. But know. he did say. You know, they had 12,000 tickets. I don't think they sold them all. They were still talking about selling them all. That there were lots of Vikings fans there out of that 12,000. That's great. That's fantastic. Great. And, of course, Rhino. won't last after Seattle, but. And, of course, Rhino thinks he didn't lead (laughs) with the helmet. Um. (laughs) It's all all over with. We don't don't complain about penalties on this podcast. Or at least I don't. don't. But Nate said uh, um, that Harrison did say goodbye to the Vikings fans as he left. So, which is good. We've also had uh, uh, Hiru 
Um, I think he's from the Far East. Uh, he says, uh, Dalvin Cook is just awesome. Incredible. Incredible. He, no stat line can even put yeah, it together. He says, you know? Texas oh. offensive line was bad. So, you know, that stuff happens. Um, you, you, you take Dalvin Cook out of this offense, we're at like a 10-point team every week. We are. We are. We are. We are. We are. That's that's I'm being no, serious. There's we're, no argument there. We're one touchdown in a field goal offense. Every All right. Week. So so Drew, we can we can we can look forward or we can look backward right now. Which one do you want to do? I want to look backward for ten seconds because I remember you asked me at the end of the Packer game on the on the in the raw. You said, Drew, when do you see this team winning our first game? And what did I say? Houston. You Texas. said you said Houston. You That's the only, the only reason I want to look back is to pat myself in the back and bask in the glory and radiance. You deserve it. You deserve picked, it because you and believe. I 30, 30 to 24 this week was my score prediction for the Vikings. So I almost nailed yes. that, too. I was pretty close Faith to that. Faith is a choice. Well done. Well done. Drew. Look forward, though. Looking for, Drew. Looking forward. Drew. Not to look forward to. What? The Grand Poobah himself, Mr. Christopher Gates, asks, are you bald yet? Am I bald yet? Yes. Oh, no. I, I got my hair cut like four days ago. My wife cut my hair because we didn't – We the, they lost that one game, and I said I couldn't stand it anymore. So she Let's see it. Let her back in here. Let's get your <laughs> hair cut right now. I was going to – you know what? If I'd have done the haircut, bat, we'd have lost again. <laughs> so, oh, that's funny that you remembered that. No, I'll, do, I'll come up with something next week. I'll light myself on fire or some shit if we beat – who we got, Seattle next week? We got Seattle in Seattle. You know what? I'll do five shots of whiskey if we beat Seattle right on this show, right in Ooh. front of you. One after another, like like hitters, like me and Flip. Me and nah. Flip. Me and Flip. <laughs> You've been without for so long. Let's go. Let's Flip. go. Well, Flip. I got a reason to look back, too. Forward? I got a reason to look back. What's that? All right. Do because it. Because after four games, you can actually take each quarter and see just how the Vikings are doing in first quarters, second quarters, third quarters. The Vikings are twenty-four and nine in first quarters. Okay. They're that's comes your scripted plays for the most part. Yes. Yes. They win they they've won first quarters twenty-three to nine. Really? They've lost second quarters forty-three to twenty-three. Ugh. The Texans were and bad at second and third quarters too. They've lost the third quarters thirty-six to fourteen. So overall, fourth fourth quarters, they win 45 to 37. They do. Lots of scoring. 45 points. Wow. 45 fourth quarter points, mainly because of that Packers game, all garbage time. That was Mm -hmm. 24 to 45 points. But they've scored scored at least six points in every fourth quarter here. So uh, if you're looking for improvement, you're trying to see, can the Vikings get better going into halftime, coming out of halftime. Oh, they worried us a little bit today, but they held on. Yeah. Yeah, it was 17 to 6, and they did their best to melt it down. Next thing you know, it's 17 to 16. That was the only real meltdown point of the game, but they figured out a way to pull it together and not fully melt down and mount, mount a couple drives when they needed to. That's the problem with melting down is when you start going three and out, you're giving that momentum away. And that's kind of what it started out in the third quarter, but they found a way to uh... – I mean, I love that play-action pass on first down when you're getting like a 16-yard pickup to Thielen or, or Jefferson. I mean, that just makes the drive 
right off the bat, just automatically makes everybody's body language better. Everybody's spirits are picked up, even us fans. I mean, yeah. it's tough watching the run up the middle, run up the middle and punt or whatever. But, uh, you know, Vikings didn't lose this game. And I'm not a much of a tank guy. Tank for the tank, whatever. <laughs> I want to win. I'm a fan. I want to win football games. I want to well, win the Vikings. I, why do we pretend like we got to go 0-16 to tank? Like, because it doesn't change anything about how I feel about this season, especially when right. we talk about going forward. But you can still try to win games. You can still compete and see where you are in the last four games. You don't need to start tanking now. Let's just right. put some good football on. Let's figure out which of our like. Let's figure out which of our players can actually play the damn game. Sure. We're four weeks into the season. Right, and I don't know how much better one and three. We might be one and six another month. Next, hey, I don't know, David. Next four, how many wins we got in the next four? Well, we got Seattle, who almost got beat by Miami. We have Atlanta, which I haven't seen how they're doing today. And I'm trying to remember who else after that. Get that schedule up. Let's go. With and the then four. we have somebody and then the bye. Everybody yes. pick out of the next four. Give me, give me the record. At Seattle. Right, loss Not versus Atlanta. I've got At a Atlanta, feeling about that. Is it you're you're feeling Seattle? Come on, I, it's hey, Sunday it's, night we've gotten so close so many times. Yes, we're Sunday at night, Seattle, yeah. prime time. Everything's going against us. You need to do a breathalyzer, so dude. Well, I, I'd fail that. <laughs> um, then we have Atlanta. <laughs> We'd have Atlanta in week six, right? Which should be. Oh, don't don't do that. I'm, not, I'm just I'm not saying is. Don't you I'm do saying it. don't say it. They're giving up a they're coming up a ton of points. Easy win. I didn't say that. Then we have we a got, bye okay, week. Seattle, Atlanta, bye week. Green Bay. And Green Bay. And then who? Versus Detroit. Detroit. Okay, so what So what, we what can split them. You're saying 2-2? Two, two? Flip Mozzie. What do you got? I I got one and three. It could be one and three. I, I got us losing the next three. Dude. I think we can take Atlanta in a shootout, and I think we'll I think we'll beat the Lions. So I'm gonna I'm gonna squeak out two two, which makes us I don't know what our record would be. We'd three be wins three and five halfway through the year. The best I could say is two two. We're not gonna do any better than that though. The next four. Ooh, we've got uh, Nick Diaz saying another trash defensive game. Fire Zimmer. Uh, we got quite a few of those. He's laughing about it. Well, we are uh, giving up thirty points a game. Hey, Nick Harrison Smith has been the centerpiece of this defense for the last five six years. When that guy goes out, that makes a difference. Never underrate that. The Vikings allowed six points before well, Harrison we Smith got ejected. Why don't we go knives up for Wanham? He's been doing good the last. Uh, week. He got his first sack today. Now, he no, got one not, last week not, though, didn't he? We're not on the Wanham hype yeah. train. Sorry. Okay. Hiru I'll, says I'll put, uh, I'll put the knife away. That's like that Georgia Loca tackle for a loss. <laughs> <laughs> Hiru says they never beat Seattle in Seattle in his memory, and I think that's right. I don't think uh, Mike Zimmer I, I has think, in the regular season. I remember, season. Uh, you know, what was it, two thousand nine? 2008, 2009, maybe 2007, Chester Taylor busted a 91-yard run right. in Seattle. We beat, yeah. we beat him that. We beat him that. I remember. 
if he doesn't remember, I remember. <laughs> um, I remember beating him at the Kingdom when we had Herschel yeah. Walker. Oh, yeah, way back then. <laughs> Nick Diaz says, stop trolling. Seattle's going to beat us by 50-plus. And he also says, we're going 1-8. and eight. Well, Nick, Ooh. I hope you're wrong. Um, because even if we go 1-8 and eight and we suck the rest of the season, you know we don't have the first pick. It's just the way the Vikings' luck is. You don't need the first pick. You need a good pick. Uh, first pick, you want to take, uh, you know, you want Trevor Lawrence. Without yeah, that first pick, you're not getting pick. Trevor Lawrence. You don't have I, uh, to get Trevor Lawrence we, to upgrade we can your trade team. up. We can trade up. With what? We have no second round pick. So, so did Zimmer save his job today? <laughs> For another week. Here we go. That Saints game all over again. <laughs> He, he called a better game defensively. I mean, he's, you know, got not, he's got nine defensive coordinators. This is what I'm expecting is the defense to play a little better. But, um, I, you know, as much as I back on Zimmer, he he called he did a lot better today. I'm gonna hey, give him credit if he today. pulls out an 8-8 eight eight season, his job's secure. That's, How that's is he going to pull out an 8-8 eight eight season? He's, we're we're going to go we're going to go Dave seven and five him, down yeah. the stretch. Maybe I got to pull an intervention with Dave. One of these weeks, <laughs> got to stop with this. Right, that's serious, dude. When does it? What does he have to do to change his mind and not have the man crush on? Zimmer? It's Why not it me. It's it the wolves you, that have to be their mind. I've been talking to you about Zimmer okay. for two years, and there's nothing. And I have agreed with you. The whole office needs fired. It, if if the Vikings are five and eight. He's got to be gone, right? Because then you're telling him to win the last three to go eight and eight. I'm telling you, the Wilfs may say, "No, we're keeping him for another year because this was the COVID year. It was weird, and no, we're, we want the stability." And they may keep it. It's up to them. It's not, not up COVID, to us. Is there not COVID in Tennessee? You can't. Oh, oh there is. They had twenty players tested. <laughs> yeah, positive. they still beat us. You can't use. Uh, Continuity and stability over winning games. I mean, you can't use that. I mean, how that's what Cincinnati did with Marvin Lewis for all those years. I mean, hey, there comes a we want stability. <laughs> what do you want to fuck, dude? What? Uh, Christopher Gates chimes in. It was 2006 with Tre, uh, um, Chester Taylor with that 95 yard run. Thanks, Chris. Thank you, Chris. I was, I was a couple years off. Nope. I remember that play, though. That was a hell of a run, wasn't it? Tank, uh, Nick yeah. Diaz. Also, hey. Hey, you just stopped. Nick Diaz, tank for Trevor. Good good friend who's a Texans fan, $100. Uh -huh. He said it was the easiest money he's ever going to make. Hey. <laughs> hey, I was, hey, Flip, I was looking at my sports book this morning. Did you know the Jets are 750 to 1 to win the Super Bowl? So if you bet $100 on the Jets, you know what that means? $7,500 win? You threw $100 away? That means you're going to lose $100. <laughs> Nate, well, good for you. Nate Dunn, who was there at the stadium, day. said the best beer in Houston was Revolver, Blood, and Honey. Said it was absolutely amazing. Great beer. One of my favorites. You've had it? So I don't know if you all know this, but I lived in Texas for 12 years. Blood and Honey is a go-to. I had several of those out down in Austin and Houston on Rainy Street in Dallas, Deep Ellum. Always always drinking Revolver. I love oh, that cool. take. Yeah, that's a good take. Uh, we got an... Uh, <laughs> 
I spent 11 hours in Dallas when I was 18 and never allowed back in the state the rest of my life. That's what I was told. They told them, we don't want to see you back in our state, and I haven't gone back because they kill people there when they don't follow rules. All right, because we are, yeah, because we are doing this show, we're missing the post game. Hiru says he wants to see Zimmer pop off on Thomason again. I guess that may have happened. Uh, we'll have to watch uh, after yeah. this. Uh, Nate says, Carbach Love Street is worthy, too. That's another good beer. Um, Carbach, very good. Long time since I've been hey, in Texas, hey, they had Pearl. California craft beers compared to the Texas craft <laughs> beers. Absolute crap out here in California. <laughs> they got all these vegan wheat beers out here. Nobody wants to drink uh, that on, crap. Dude. Get me back no, down to Texas. Nobody wants a fucking Brussels sprout. Russell Sprout Ale. Oh, yeah. That's all they got here in Cali. That's all they got up in Sacramento. Yeah, Yeah, you want to try my lima bean ale? It's really tasty. That's Sacramento's. That's where they put, like, golden flakes in their vodka. Nobody wants that. (laughs) Goldschlager, dude. (laughs) Exactly. So to go back back to Zimmer, he had a better day, but this doesn't save his job. The Vikings played a pretty bad Texans team. I don't want to use that as, you know, at least they, they won the game because they played the Texans team. They're an NFL team. Every NFL team's good. The Vikings won, but they could have easily they could have went either way. We'll we'll see what Zimmer does on this next four week run. What Flip if they go on another in... October run? Yeah, so where where three and three. Kirk Cousins goes God mode for October. Possible. Hiro no says he was at all we ask all we ask for from Kirk is <laughs> no turnover. Hiro <laughs> says he was also at the game today. Cool. We love when fans, especially at the game, join us afterwards. Uh Chris Gates says that uh he believes that Chester Taylor run was the longest in Vikings history. He believes Gates, Gates is on that, isn't he? He's oh, quite watching uh, he I remember it. And of course, Chris is famous. For after the Vikings victory, he posted up the fight song today, first time this season. Hey, Flip, who was the quarterback when Taylor made that run? 2006? Come on, let's hear it. That, it's not, uh, oh, man. I don't know either, so hopefully Dave it, knows. I, it, I feel like that's right before Christian Ponder. Do what now? It was right. I think it was before Christian Ponder. Maybe like a, either like a Gus Ferrada or a Brad Johnson would be my guess. For who? Who was For quarterbacking when Chester Taylor ran at 90 yards? In 96? 2006. 2006? Was that 2006 or 96? Tavares Jackson? Was he the quarterback? No. No? Maybe. I'd have to look. Um, now we have to find out. Yeah, now yeah, we have to look. Do it. Um, all important information that the listeners are grappling for. Right. Well, hey. oh, I'm waiting, and none of them come up with it. Uh, Chris I says it's Kirk Tober. It. Did, did you get it? Ha! Nick Diaz says Tavares Jackson. Well, then I got it. Kick me down that hundred bucks. I don't, I don't believe one. Nick Diaz. Well, hey, you may be wrong. No, Let's Nick came back bucks. and said it's Gus Ferrault. Ferrault. Brad Johnson. Brad, Brad Johnson. Johnson. Ryan Rhino came back. It's Brad Johnson. It was Brad Johnson? Mm-hmm. He's got two thumbs and noses of Vikings history. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Chris says Tavares Jackson still. <laughs> but we can look. That's what pro football focus is uh, for. So, Our for pro football uh, reference. There you go. Let's get it right. Reference, get it right. reference, reference. Pro football reference. Rhino says he looked it up. It's Brad Johnson. Hey, rest in peace, Tavares Jackson. <laughs> Nick says Bubby Brister. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Funny. <laughs> Mawaldi Moore threw a touchdown pass in this game. Damn. To Waltzing Mawaldi. What college? What college? Mawaldi Moore. Jermaine from Mawaldi Moore is Tulane. Yeah! Uh, yeah! We got to have a college. pass to Jermaine yeah. Wiggins. Uh, I do not know where Wiggins went. And, and the last time, last week, I watched, I was trying to do some homework on Ryan Tannehill. Uh, wait, what? Why was I, wa- I was watching a Titans game for some reason from 2012. Why? I, why? Why? That is the last game that Harrison Smith got ejected from. So I literally, it was fresh in my mind. <laughs> I had just watched Harrison Smith get ejected got, two weeks ago. I was going to start the show after we lost today, and I was expecting to lose because uh, Ted Glover, when Ted Glover speaks uh, in, in certainties, it usually happens, but he was wrong today. I was going to ask, when when was the last time we went 0-4? Does anybody have that? You know, people chiming in have that answer? I, I erase bad seasons from my memory. <laughs> But it's, yeah. it, you know, it, 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 it would have been. I'm glad it didn't happen, but I, that's one thing I was thinking, oh, shit, we can't go 0 4. It's been since. But it didn't happen, so it's no use even talking about it. I'm really happy we play the Seahawks next because the Vikings Vikings tend to get a little too confident after a win. After wins. So if they go into Seattle too confident, then that tells you everything you well, need to do. They're going to get smoked. If Cook, if Cook can get 350 or 400 on the ground, we got a shot. To beat yeah, him. 350 or 400 per one game. Yeah, you betcha. <laughs> he can get 400 then you start yards sizing him for his down. Canton jacket. I, I still want to see more Madison, boys. We got to get you know that what? guy he had going. Some today. He had his touchdown. I hope Cook stays healthy. He, he's a tougher. He gets hit a lot, man. He's mm-hmm. a, it's a lot of tough yards. If, a lot we're of tough giving, yards. if we're getting him 25 carries a game, he's not going to stay healthy. Rhino put out that it was 2011 the last time we started 0-4. You know what? Tell Rhino thanks for all these answers and thanks for the effort. That Rhino! Gate confirms that. That was not a year. Nobody remembers 2011. What? Wasn't that the strike-shortened year when Arden right, yeah, yeah. played? No, 2011, I was in... I was back in Virginia. I just moved to Virginia. Bob, was that the year Bobby Wade was our... <laughs> Bob, the great Bobby Wade at Whiteout with Greg I, I, Cam- It's happened four times in history. 1962, 1967, 02, 11, and 11. Uh, 60, 62 was a down year. Flatley had a bad knee. It, it was not good. We had a down year that year. All right. Well, with that, I'm going to go. So. Congrats on your $100, well, dude. <laughs> yes. Hey, 300 bucks. We got a big win today, boys. Needed it. Needed to uh, stop all the stress, stop all the haterade being talked on our Vikings. Solid game from Kirk Cousins. Not allowed to ask anything more from him. So now I'm just happy when he doesn't throw interceptions. And he didn't do that today. <laughs> Kirk Cousins gets a game ball. How many game balls do I get? <laughs> I'd give one two. to Dalvin Cook. I get two? Yeah, every okay. week we get two game balls. You get to give out two. Okay, well, if that's the case, then I'm not giving a game ball to Kirk Cousins because <laughs> I, I don't got that many. Got to give game ball 
to Dalvin Cook. Mm-hmm. Got to give a game ball to Adam Thielen for just being that wide receiver one. A lot of people doubted him and how he was going to play without Stephon Diggs on the other side. He's been great this year. And fighting so, for like that him. touchdown, that whole attitude is right. Let me awesome. say, Cook gets a game ball. I'm matching my game balls with uh, with Flip there, even though I didn't win 100 bucks. I'm giving Thielen <laughs> one for being the number one, and I'm giving Thielen the second game ball for yelling on the sidelines. Finally, somebody speaks up. Finally, somebody starts yelling. Finally, somebody shows them emotion. He was stomping around screaming something. I don't even give a shit what he was screaming, but he was screaming. <laughs> so, yes, game ball. I put Max Cook and Thielen. With Justin Jefferson, a little bit of an honorable mention, because that guy catches everything. <laughs> With that, we're going to wrap this show up. It's been a great Sunday. The Vikings win. Everybody's happy. Any last words there, Flip? Only two. Skull Vikes. Drewster. Meow, meow, Viking cow. Skull Vikings. Vikings win. Vikings win. Have a great week. Thank you for watching or listening. As always, if you like, subscribe, and ring the bell for notifications. And if you're listening to the podcast, please rate us on your favorite aggregator. Skull, everybody.